Love gospel music, Christian hip hop, rhythm and praise. Then Funk Nation Radio is the way to go all day. Hey, you're listening to Jacinth Headlam, and I'm here on Faith and Fashion 360 with Brianna Ofosu. You ain't drive me in that pit. Hey, nah, nah. Saw my soul inside that famine, said that's it. Grace now. You never flake in the car winner. I just came to ball with the gold winner. Fast forward, turn to a road runner. Spirit caught me here, go get it. Shed blood, gave me lemonade on his cold bending. Uh, pick me up. I was Timmy Turner, always chasing after Vicky Young. Took me to his family, gave me peace and chose to cleanse me up. Now I'm testifying, know your greatness, this a different look. Go Life been hitting hard, let's take it slow Take a walk by the river and let you flow Cause Lord, you are all I ever want You're all I ever want Cause I was lost until you found me Now I know you're all around me Nothing I could ever do Sunday, everybody, and welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. So happy February, happy Black History Month, happy month of love. Um, This month, one of the things that I wanted to do was highlight um, millennial couples. I think that um, just as half of a millennial couple, we kind of are in a unique position um, in our lives because we are 
most of us, you know, just kind of like in that early 30s range um, where life gets super awkward, where life is, um, you know, something that we kind of looking back on in the 20s, we felt like we would have it all figured out. We would have the white picket fence. We would have the 2.5 kids and the dog. Um, And we are in a space where, you know, some of our cohorts are doing just that. And some of our cohort are still living with their parents and eating ramen noodles. You know what I mean? Like still um, muddling through and still figuring things out. I also find that we are in a space where, Um, we are kind of like smack dab in the middle of like societal advancement. So I say that to say like, you know, we experience the be home when the lights come on, you know, phenomena of things. Um, but we also experience the Y2K of it all where technological, you know, technology advancement, um, also started to be on the rise too. So, you know, really having both of those schools of thought, both of those, um, you know, environments changing around us, um, it really puts us in a super um, unique place as we navigate relationships, as we navigate our own lives. And I wanted to speak to couples who are doing just that, um, and are doing so within their faith walk as well. Um, Because, you know, as we all know, that's not something that's just linear either. Um, So all month long, I am featuring couples who are my personal friends, who are millennial couples, whether they are married, engaged, um, to be married, what have you. And we're just talking about um, their stories We're talking about their evolution as a couple. We're talking about their growth um, as individuals. Um, And we are just talking about how they are navigating it all. Because I think that, um, you know, this stage of coupledom or romantic relationships is something that is not always um, spoken about. And not always spoken about in a positive light either. Like we also are in a space where... um, you know, people are not cherishing relationships and marriages as um, we might have thought they would, you know, b- back in the day. Like, you know, when we were all 13, 14, we wanted to get married and stuff like that. Not realizing that when we got down to this spot, um, a lot of us would not feel that way anymore. So also realizing that these people that I have on Faith and Fashion 360 over the next couple of weeks are a minority are people who, um, you know, really are kind of beating the odds, keeping God in the center of their relationships and um, doing so with grace, doing so, you know, with its fair share of troubles, um, but still doing so. Um, so it's definitely going to be a good month. It's going to be a month of, of love. It's going to be a month of motivation Um, And a month that, you know, just stories that I think you are going to want to hear. Um, So first up, I have my friends, Hannah and Jamil. Um, And I also have my husband. So that's that's like another piece. Um, You guys can also expect to hear Mr. K Omega, Mr. Ofosu, um, also lending his voice to conversation all month long as well. 
So that's refreshing and that is fun too. Please bear with him as he kind of like, you know, re-gets his radio legs. Um, fun fact, he used to, he used to have kind of like a radio, uh, stand a radio gig and getting back into the swing of things. So this is going to be fun. Um, make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360 of the radio show on Facebook. Um, and when we come back, you know, we'll, we'll talk a couple of Black History Month things. We'll talk a couple of February things. And then we are going to get into our Faith and Fashion 360 month of love. So get into some music and we'll be right back. I'll do this little song. I want y'all to keep it easy. A little song called Tent Revival.
Alberti, also known as the marketing midwife. You are listening to Faith and Fashion 360 only on FunkNationRadio.com. All right, all right. Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. So as you know, it is Black History Month, so we are going to get into all of the Black excellence that this month has already had to offer. So I know it's only the fifth, but I mean, it's starting off as a pretty good month. And we only got 28 days, so it's kind of like you got to just get into it. Um, at the 2023 Sundance Film Festival, Black Excellence reigned supreme at the Black House. The Black House celebrated the innovation and passion returning in person to Sundance after two years of virtual events. Um, just a segue, I definitely feel like 2023 is definitely the emergence of like kicking the door down of in-person events. So I myself, I recently am celebrating the heels of one of my signature events, um, the Galentine's Day Brunch. So the last time I did that was in 2019. Um, I did that in 2019 as just, you know, kind of feeling it out, seeing how people will receive it. It was a very successful event for me at the time. Um, And as I've continued to grow my brand, as I've continued to just kind of pivot and blossom and and shed and grief and loss and things like that, um, you know, I went on to then reinvent um, the Galentine's Day brunch. Um, So that is really a place where I gather women in business who are looking for, you know, that push, like that push that we all need. Um, When we have a business, when we have an idea, when we have a thing and, um, you know, we've been kind of sitting on it, we are not sure which place to turn for resources, advice, um, and things of that nature. And, um, we just are not 100% motivated. And then this comes on the heels of COVID where we have been in the comfort of our home and in the comfort of, you know, not having to do much as it concerns to being outside. Um, So really, again, having to reinvent ourselves from the people that we've been from for the past two years. Um, And while for some of us, you know, you guys know I've I've spoken here before about um, it being a place where, you know, 
businesses were birthed and people were starting to do um, new and fresh things. Um, But for some people, it was a time where they took relaxation. They really figured out what was important. And, um, you know, certain things triumphed over others. And um, now we're kind of looking at maybe pivoting that a little bit. Um, So Valentine's Day 2023, my goodness, that was yesterday, Saturday the 4th. And it was everything that I could have ever prayed for. Um, We did it at the Ann Post Stealthy Salon in the Lehigh Valley Mall. Um, I hosted over 40 women and um, we really just had a fantastic time creating content, creating community, speed networking, and really just figuring out how we can better support one another. Um, Because that is necessary when you're building a business. That is necessary when you are, you know, dealing with certain things individually on top of building a business. Um, And that is just necessary as you try to figure out where you are in a space that you had been, you know, kind of comfortable prior to. Um, So, you know, I did that. I also introduced um, Faith and Fashion 360, the membership, you know, you know, community that I'm building um, that's really helping people build themselves on the inside as well as on the outside. Uh, So if you want some more information on that, make sure you're following me um, on Instagram and Facebook where I can provide some more um, information about that space as well. But I digress back to my story. At the 2007 Sundance Film Festival, there were only seven black films. Reflecting on his first Sundance in the 2000s, writer-director Ulrich Brown said, it was two or three days before I saw another black person. I was blown away by how white it was. For many years now, there has been a large outcry about the lack of diversity in the arts and entertainment industry. This all seemed to come to a head in 2015 when April Rain created the hashtags that would end up going viral, hashtag Oscars so white, which served to rewrite the narrative in an industry with entrenched disparities. Nevertheless, the importance of diversity at film festivals cannot be overstated, and as former president and CEO of the Times Up, Tina Shen said, film festivals play a critical role in shaping our culture, which is why representation and access is so critical. Nowadays, Brown says Sundance is the perfect black storm as 31 black films screened at the 2023 festival. Some of this progress can be attributed to the Black House, which was conceived in 2006 after Bricks and Diamond, Ryan Tarpley, and Carol Ann Shine were frustrated and dismayed about what they saw at the iconic Sundance Film Festival that year. Not enough black people, nor other people of color were in attendance, nor were they on the slate of films selected for the festival. Thus, the three friends decided to take action and founded the Black House, which launched a year later as an official partner of the Sundance Film Festival. This effectively created a thriving space where artists and executives of color could gather to engage in thought-provoking conversations and learn about the business from each other and industry veterans. 
Since launching 16 years ago, the Black House Foundation remains a linchpin for culture on a global scale through engagements at Sundance and beyond. And last month, Black filmmakers and creatives descended into Park City, Utah for the first time in two years to attend the 2023 Sundance Film Festival, which is once again back in person after being virtual due to the COVID-19 pandemic. This year, the Black House offered up a range of events, including receptions, thoughtful panels, full of industry leaders, featuring music legends, diverse Black filmmakers, showrunners, and studio executives all taken together, resulting in an extensive slate of programming hosted in collaboration with many studios, networks, and streamers. At its core, the Black House is steadfast in their efforts to showcase the best of the best in film and television and are committed to highlighting the power of Black writers, producers, directors, and executives. In 2015, the foundation launched a fellowship program to sponsor current MFA students, providing internships with the foundation during the Sundance Film Festival. We have advocated for over 180 fellows since we launched and will focus on building our advisory board and nurturing an enhanced executive pipeline over the next five years. This evolution reflects the dream of our board's founders. They had people in the house like Megan Good, Amarion, Mona Scott Young, Malcolm D. Lee. I mean, the melanin was definitely in the building. And it's really good to see um, organizations like this um, pivot for the better, Um, especially, again, as we are, you know, just kind of going forth and refinding what it means to be together socially, to be together um, creatively, and to continue to, we've done a really good job at creating powerful online spaces because I have to say that a lot of the really good connections and intentional connections that I've made over the two years have been online and they have been probably the most powerful connections that I have made in a very long time. Um, but I think it's also on see you and for people to, to feel your work as well. Um, so good on you. And I'm super happy to see, um, you know, what some of you guys have coming up, you know, as we are heading back to being in person. It's not just at work. So we are throwing our clothes on. We throwing our good makeup on um, to be back outside with one another. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Jesus, 
You're listening to Funk Nation Radio, WTFS-DB, in Freemansburg, Pennsylvania, and Hempstead, New York.
on my heart And I will sing yeah. Come on We worship you, King Almighty God oh. Come on, sing Spirit sings holy, holy in the splendor of your majesty. From deep within my spirit sings holy, holy in the splendor of your majesty.
All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fulton, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. So it is Faith and Fashion 360, and it is Black History Month, so you guys know I have to get into some Black-owned brands that you definitely need to patronize this month and beyond. Everyone knows the right accessories can take your outfit to the next level. It never hurts to throw on a fabulous pair of shoes either. If you're looking for a stylish purse that can do the job, Look no further than these black-owned handbag brand. Each offers a range of options, including everything from trendy mini bags that can hold essentials like your keys and wallet, to carry-all alternatives that are perfect for travel. Made with attention to detail and the finest materials, these pieces provide the quality and utility you'd expect from high-end alternatives, and they're reasonably priced to boot. Whether you're looking for an option for day-to-day wear or special occasions, these black-owned handbag brands have got you covered. The first one is Edas. Um, Check out their Maria Leather Baguette Bag. Second one is Reprojects. Vivoon. Anima Iris. Ashaya. And I mean, some of these, you can also tell, you guys know, I'd like to, um, you know, gush about like a good black owned brand, the te- like the architecture on some of them too. If you really do like some of that research where you're just kind of, you know, looking into the materials that they use. Um, a lot of these um, have um, unisex um, pieces as well. Um, so Anima Iris, um, for example, evocative and bri- uh, vibrant are some of the words that have been used to describe their sustainable handbags. Each piece is emblematic of Africa's rich heritage, hence the vivid colors and bold designs. Um Silver and Riley, they have a convertible executive crock print leather handbag. Founded by designer Lola Banjo, Silver and Riley offers luxury accessories that are practical for travel, including everything from messenger bags to carry all duffel bags, all constructed from premium full grain leather. Petite Cura um, carries macrame handbags that double as wearable art. Each piece is handmade in Haiti and constructed with durable leather wrapped handles so that you can wear it comfortably on your shoulders or wrists. Telfar, y'all know, y'all know it was there. Not only are Telfar shopping bags practical, but they are also affordable, which isn't always the case with luxury handbags. The bad news is they sell, bruh, they sell out so fast. If anybody wants, I mean, any color. I'll take any color. And then Beyonce started wearing them. So it's like, they're doubly hard to get. Um, The good news is you can repurchase them from secondhand, um, you know, various retailers. But it's like, I wanted to buy it from this site. Brandon Blackwood is another brand that I own and love. Um, When it comes to variety, Brandon Blackwood delivers. The brand offers luxurious leather handbags in a wide range of styles and colors. When I tell you, a wide range of style and colors I'm not exaggerating like the prices are def- I mean like the, the the options are definitely endless so um you know I definitely want to continue to also cover 
um, black owned brands that you can patronize as well. If you have a black owned business, please make sure that you send an email to faithfashion360 at gmail.com. We would love to cover you. We would love to let more people know about your brand. So when we come back, we are going to uh, kick it off with our black love moment for Faith and Fashion 360. Just as a reminder, we're going to be talking to um, some of my favorite millennial couples Um, Just how they're navigating their relationships, how they're navigating, um, you know, their faith while in relationships. Some of these um, couples are married, engaged to be married and what have you. Um, And I think that, you know, they all have a truly unique perspective to lend, um, you know, in the name of love and in the name of relationships. So I definitely wanted to have uh, some different voices on as well as, um, you know, a unified voice of of the Ofosus on, on my own uh, home front as well. Um, so I definitely think this is going to be a fun conversation um, for you to tune into. Um, so get into a little bit more music and uh, we will be right back. I know you see me living. You can't tell on these CDs, well, bro, I'm knee deep in it. I'm waiting in my weakness, he may be deep in it. I be lying through my teeth to say I don't resent it. Even as I write these lines, I'm close to tears. My body ain't been working right for seven years. Miss me with that, keep your chin up, try to smile. Bro, I'm 26, I should feel better by a mile. Keep all your anecdotes and cute quotes. I'll pass on cliches for true hopes. I'll feel thorns where my crown was. I'll be weak, but I'm alive from the dust until dawn. Yeah, I'll survive, cause I got sweet victory. Nobody can take it from me. Sweet victory, cause I got sweet To the ceiling, feeling good, we gon' make it to the finish yeah. Sweet victory, you hear me? Ali, if you feel me Yeah, we still running, even though we limping yeah. Sweet victory, come you win it Yeah, you know we win it Even though we win it, we still in it yeah. Sweet victory, come you win it Yeah, you know we win it, now we living Sweet yeah. victory, they see me on the stage They like that boy, the man They hit play on them songs They clapping in them stands they like, I bet you get a lot of them stuff from rubber bands So when I say it's been a half few years, they think I'm playing But you don't know my life, boy You don't know my life, boy You don't know what it's been like on my wife Don't know my fight, boy Been in them trenches, then they tryna fight my phone And when I couldn't fight no more, he brought me out Yo, he brought me out, I know I can't bear it out thorns where my crown was I'll be weak, but I'm alive from the dust until dawn, yeah I'll survive 
Cheers to the ceiling, feeling good. We gon' make it to the finish. Sweet victory. You hear me? Holly, if you feel me. We still running, even though we limping. Sweet victory. Cause we winning. Yeah, you know we winning. Even though we winning, we still in it. Sweet victory. Cause we winning. Yeah, you know we winning, now we lifting. Sweet victory. Yeah. They like I hear you talking wins, but I see your losses. You celebrating crowns, but I see your crosses. That's the paradox, it don't fit in your merit box. You might not understand it, you walk in this pair of socks. The victor ain't the one that's winning, seventh inning. Trophies don't go to the ones that got a good beginning. When I say I win, I'm in this day I'm in. I mean that day with the grace I fade out then. I win it cause I rain with him. Girl, I'm a rep Brown Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl Brianna. He is a beautiful God. He is a beautiful Savior. Woo. Yes, Lord. He's so beautiful. So beautiful. I saw the Lord. Seated on this throne, and the train of his robe fills this temple, and day and night, I, the angels proclaim, and they sing, Holy, Holy. Be 
Gospel music, Christian hip-hop, rhythm and praise. Then Funk Nation Radio is the way to go all day. Hey, it's your girl Jacinth Headlam, actress and author of Love After. And guess what? You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 featuring my girl Brianna Afosu. Love you, girl. Um, as we kind of get into the year, um, I speak about my husband a lot, um, a lot. Like I always, I talk about my husband, but I feel like he still is kind of the the enigma that was because I don't I don't post him and we don't really, you know, we're pretty we're pretty private. But I think that it is important, um, just as a millennial, just as somebody who is still fairly. Would you consider us millennials? I don't know. Uh, December makes us five years, so. You know. Y'all have been married for five years. This is like, <laughs> not I'm having a good time. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, so I feel like just, I mean, but I still feel like we're fairly young, like in our 30s, one one child in this thing. Um, but, you know, we are still fairly young, just navigating different things. Um, in being married, I think it's important to kind of speak to that audience and speak to, um, you know, people who are also navigating that terrain. So I also wanted to take the opportunity to also have, you know, some of my friends on who are in long-term relationships, who are engaged to be married, some who are married, you know, some who are newly single, just in different, you know, phases of relationships in their lives. So I wanted to start off with my good friend. So this is like serving as like a double date of sorts. And we were actually just talking about our first double date when we fell asleep. Uh-huh. I didn't really, I'm telling you, I didn't quite like that. Oh, this is a little, little 
Let's, for, let's, I was let's, there for the snot. Let's <laughs> listen. Let's let's clear the air here. Yeah, you guys fell asleep. I watched the movie and you. It's because you're a kind soul. I also know. I also know the movie. <laughs> yes, because Jamil Swinton. Um, we are living in DC, of course, um, and I teach yes, she does. all day long, all the time. Let me tell you don't tell them nothing. Tell them don't um, get into it. Hannah's been getting our parental lives. Like Hannah, Lord Jesus. Been, so for anyone who doesn't know, Hannah, I have one child, and um, she's been really instrumental in teaching us like a lot of things for, you know, development and just, you know, language and I don't even know how to term this stuff, but she's been awesome and she's been great. I like and to drop husband. gems when I can. Yeah, listen, she's sending me the big <laughs> videos. We are staying away from Coco Melon, but that's like a whole other It's not terrible. You just can't do too much. Yeah. There are people who are saying, like, literally their children do not speak. Because that's just Don't another, look that's away. A, that's another thing. That's a whole other thing. There's, there's, apparently, there's, like, this whole time for Pokemon. Sure there's there's going to be a documentary soon. I know it. It's a, it. They literally talk about the lights. Of yeah, Coco Melon. The colors. Mm-hmm. There was this lady, she was like, Yeah, um, she didn't watch Coco Melon because it hurts the baby's eyes. And I was like, Okay, yeah, that's fine. I'm not watching it. Um, and last but not least, um, the gentleman in front of me, if you want to take the time to. And this is this is a friend of Bunk Nation Radio because for anybody who has been an avid listener of Fashion 360, I end my show off with this song every single episode. So, Go ahead, Mr. Um, Okosu. So, what, do I give them my name? I don't, I um, don't know. I don't, I, if, you, if you want, if you want to give your stage name, if you want to... Nah, for the purpose <laughs> of the show, my name is Corantin Yakuma Ofosu Jr., husband to your lovely host, Brianna Ofosu, and um, I'm a banker. <laughs> a banker. Gosh. No, he's not a banker. Well, I mean, I guess. I guess that's what he does in his spare time. 
otherwise. Not a banker. That must be the that must be the cover up. That is the cover up. That that is the cover up. You understand? So we're here. We're just gonna be chatting. Nothing. Nothing crazy. Nothing serious. Um, I mean, I guess it is serious. Relationships. Relationships should be serious. And um, you know, I think that our what? How long have we guys been? You were just you were just saying that too. Ooh. We got like six years on now, though. Yeah, yeah like you're, you're six an hour. Mm-hmm. I, can you give me hour numbers, dear? Because I. <laughs> it's not funny because I literally, I'm like, yeah, we, I mean, we've been together for, for long, long enough. Time. That's it. Well, and, technically. And David like, will be, and, hey, excuse me, I'm sorry. He'll be like, um, yeah, it was December 1st, 1222 p.m. Like, he's very good <laughs> with dates. He has, like, the, the memory of an elephant. So can you tell us the hours, too? I mean, I could. Please. He so, really we got engaged even... October 4th at exactly... Oh, birthday. Yes. Birthday. We got engaged October 4th at exactly 8.49. The reason why I know that time is because I spent five minutes in the bathroom prior <laughs> trying to perfect my pose for proposing. Um, and then we saw you guys we, by 10 o'clock. Yeah. And you saw us by 10 o'clock. We that is correct. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, you are the guys. first people we saw after we got engaged. Um, I yeah. thought we were doing a dine and dash. So, quick story. I was taking Kay out for his birthday to this restaurant that we really liked in North New Jersey called Cornos of Spain. And he always talks about how we need to go back. And <laughs> we were getting ready to, like, I thought I was pulling, like, a fast one. I was, I had the waiters come. Like, oh, you guys say happy birthday to him and stuff. So all the waiters were there. So everybody was already, like, paying attention to the table. He was like, all right, well, while we're here. Boom, boom, boom. I didn't even know which hand. I was like, which hand is it? I was crying. I didn't. It was. It was she a, had to throw her fingers up, I like, which one says L? I didn't know the thing. Your left hand makes an L. That's so really that's teacher. That's Next, we're moving on. Yeah, that's so, my teacher. Um, and then if, if you guys want to give us, like, your. Because you guys are recently engaged. Oh, my Lord. Well. Um, tell us like your yeah, we know as, much, as much as you want to share. Tell us like your your meeting story and your oh my god, our meeting story. Uh, <laughs> that's always my favorite. I'll do it. Ooh, I'll okay. do the meeting okay. story. That's mine. Oh, that's our child. That's mine. Oh, there's babies. There are babies. So it's a baby. This is, this is real life. This is real life. So we are gonna take. A super quick break here at Faith and Fashion 360. All of my guests here have provided some Faith and Fashion 360 approved music for you to listen to in between our breaks. So make sure you get into that before the rest of our show. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show on Facebook. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Dang, that was good. That was good. You can tell she does this That's a good radio voice. Yeah. That's a good radio voice. You can can tell she does this, huh? What happened? It's dying? No, no, I'm saying is your computer dying? Kai, not really, but he also hasn't sucked in his...
Without you, Lord, we 
Girl, I'm a rep Brown Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl Brianna. All right, all right. Welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. If you're just joining me, I am not here alone. I am here with some very special guests as we navigate some relationships, talk about um, you know, how it's not always it's not always the trenches, it's not always roses and all of that good stuff, um, but just kind of, you know, speaking to um, navigating um, young relationships and navigating relationships as we also go through our own individual changes and all of that good stuff. So, before we ended, because there are kids here in the background and this is real life, um, (laughs) Hannah was getting ready to tell us about her and Jamil's kind of like origin story, as much or as little as you want to share. You don't have to a.k.a. How I Met Your Father. Oh, yes, this is a good one. All right, so I always like to start with just the fact that we went to opposing schools. And I feel like like that's important because we've always known of each other because it was still, like, a small enough town that, like, you know, you would know people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, like, we knew of each other. Jamil was at ESU. I was at ESU but never used to run into each other. Um, and then like we randomly started to like interact on social media. And then we actually saw each other out one night. And it was like the most faint. Hey, what's up? Like literally he was walking in the door and I was walking out the door. And like I literally just slid by him mm-hmm. and just said. And then from there, I think maybe like a couple a couple like more interactions mm-hmm. and he took his mama out for lunch and it was just the sweetest thing mm-hmm. and yeah. so when he took his mom out for lunch i was like oh my god that's so sweet i love that place right. and he was like so let's go right i was like <clears throat> wait a minute so we went and like it was very random i was not at all expecting to like for it to be yeah something most definitely was literally looking for it to be we're gonna go hang out Mm -hmm. i probably would see him at the bar a couple times right and we'll like call it a day but not at all what happened you know what's interesting so i feel like we Kay and i also kind of had that moment but like when did you get to a point where you were like, okay, this is a relationship, or we're working towards a relationship. Because I feel like we also went through, like, an, I'm not going to call it awkward, but I feel like sometimes, yes. I feel like sometimes when you're um, going through the motions of starting a relationship, because you also have, like, the outside forces of people being like, mm-hmm. what's that going on? And you don't necessarily want to give too much away, but you also don't want to jinx it and you don't want to downplay it. So then sometimes that leads into um, people, you know, saying certain things or just different assumptions and stuff like that. So when did you guys kind of get to that place in your relationship? Um, it was interesting because 
we had both just got out of long relationships. Yeah. His was longer than mine was, mm-hmm. but it was almost just as emotionally draining for the both of us so like when we started to talk to each other it really was just like a connection of like this is really my friend Mm -hmm. like we really would just like chop it up and at that time he was having trouble sleeping Mm -hmm. um and like if i would wait literally literally i would wake up and like i would answer a message and he would message me right back and i'm like it's three o'clock in the morning ariana what are you doing yeah like go to sleep (laughs) so like that was that used to like and those would be those like weird hours where you would have those like deeper conversations so um then you would see each other at 10 o'clock in the morning and you just had this really deep conversation yeah. a couple hours ago. So we would then sometimes not carry that deep conversation to the 10 o'clock conversation. Right. Right. And then finally we started to, yeah. and then we started to have those conversations in person. Right, right. And then it was like, wait a minute. It's like a natural organic. Yeah, and it was like, really, yeah. it was honestly very uncomfortable for the both of us. Mm-hmm. Cause we were like, we were not expecting any of this. And we're not really looking for any of this. Yes. I can, I can say from yeah. from our first encounter, we clicked as mm-hmm. if we'd known each other forever. Yeah. Um, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna say, and I feel like Kay and I have like a similar experience too. Like just how you were saying, like it wasn't something that you expected. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Like, it, he just kind of, like, drops. And my, I had just, like, I had just graduated from Penn State. And I was back at FIC for something. I don't remember. Like, I wasn't, like, a, like a you know, like, a consistent member in that yeah. way. And um, it was the same thing. Like, we would, well, we were having, like, all these conversations. He did not sleep. So, I was going to say, if you want to chime in. Because, like, he, he literally didn't sleep. I mean, three, four, five o'clock in the that was the time where you were still doing like 500 push-ups a day and like your sleeping habits were just all types of wrong things. No, I remember the first line. I remember the first line I said to you when um when we first met. First line. Yeah, fam. <laughs> it was so why you it was it was why you playing hide and seek with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I I didn't like I wasn't at church every Sunday and stuff like that, but I just remembered this guy. And his Why are you playing high school? Dressed to the freaking nines. Like, they used to. That's know, what like, you said? That was, my fir- that was the first thing I said to her. Bree just went over that as if that's not like. Shakespeare. That was. I'm weird like that. Or it's like K-Spear because what the heck? Now, yeah. mind you, at that time she was still seeing somebody else. So. I mean, we don't okay, have to mom. talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have to talk about yeah. Bruno, but yeah, that was you know that was our first experience, and. Right. Um, and I think what was nice too was that um, it wasn't it wasn't forced, but I think that uncertainty really kind of pushed us to know like okay, this is the person that I want to be with, so let's stop playing around. Yeah. Because like, you because you do you you kind of like open the door for for different things, and we're just kind of like. Okay, yeah, this is like a situation, mm-hmm. and I can't, I've never been very good at those at all. I've never been good at those either. 
or it's not yeah yeah so i mean i think that that's that's definitely important when we come back i want to talk about um how being equally yoked has just kind of allowed us to thrive in our relationships because we're all we are all believers we're all lovers of the lord um and i think what is that what is what are the that was, was that jesus no that was a devil um, so what that's that west side for where jesus resides was that like, is that a thing? I'm like, I'm like, where was he on the west side? No. I, I, obviously, I gotta do that. Bri, come on now. I was just rhyming. Oh, okay. Don't do that to okay, us. Okay, no, I didn't know. I, listen, I thought maybe y'all knew, maybe y'all was going to teach me something. No. So we're at. <laughs>
You're listening to Funk Nation Radio, WTFS-DB, in Freemansburg, Pennsylvania, and Hempstead, New York. together yeah. so since we started dating yeah since we started dating it's been we've been married for five we've been together for at least nine. Oh yeah. yes i love oh my it. god black love wow. that's nice um it has not been without that's such a fun space, story to tell um, yeah no it definitely is a fun No, keep talking. I'm listening. Yeah. You didn't finish the question, though. How do you feel like our faith and us... <laughs> so funny. Um, how do you feel like our faith has allowed us to be successful at being in a relationship? Well, like you stated earlier, it hasn't been without its challenges, but um, realizing and understanding that God is the captain of our relationship has enabled us to see past certain things and view our relationship in a certain manner and I know that sounds vague when I say it that way um, exactly I know that sounds vague but I'll give you an example right um, an example being I always say, you know, a lot of people, you know, call each other, you know, a lot of people just call each other certain names when they're in a relationship and they don't realize how it's the word derogatory or degrading it is, right? And we made sure that we built our relationship on one respect, one, the fear of the Lord. And because we built our relationship on that, we've been able to navigate certain situations knowing that we cannot do it without God. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, no. We cannot do it without God because without God being, without Christ being the captain of your relationship, you are bound to sink. Mm -hmm. You understand? So, um, one of the standing pillars of our relationship was being Christ-like, being Christian. You know, um, you did say something before we went on um, break, being unequally yoked, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of people think the yoke, uh, it's not the yoke of an egg, <laughs> you know. It's the, the yoke is that wooden structure you put over the necks of cows, yeah? Okay. So, basically, well, 
<laughs> when they say <laughs> when they, no that's what it is so basically you have the cows then you have the yoke that goes over the no i'm not please don't do that no i am not no 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 <laughs> no i am not but that's what it is right it's the wooden um device that's placed on cows for farming so they both move in the same direction right so when someone says unequally yoke that's one yoke that, that's one part of the yoke being fitted wrong on the other cow so it messes up the whole thing so it messes wow. up the whole thing i can actually tell you the person that came up with that tell me we got the teachers we got the preachers <laughs> we got the... um temple granin there you go she had autism right so it messes up the whole floor farming mm-hmm. right now a lot of people say oh i have to pray so i don't meet someone i'm unequally yoked with do you understand what that word means mm-hmm. no it means you pray to god that you are good in yourself mm-hmm. and then when you meet right. a partner who is also good in themselves because in that whole situation when they say don't be unequally yoked mm-hmm. the yoke is god we think we are the yoke we are not because think about it people think no think about it when people say you know I don't want you know if someone is not unequally if someone is unequally yoked with me I can't be in a relationship with them you are not the yoke though right. Right. <laughs> you you are not the foundation right. you are not the yoke you are just a cow in this scenario because mm-hmm. the point of it is to be able to when she designed that she designed it so that they can go into Technically, they're slaughtered without being so stressed out. So it's like they know they were going to die. But at the same time, they were going into it without stress. Calm, at ease. They were doing it, literally guided through it as... Tell us, T. (laughs) Right? I really try sometimes. But that was a great great one. What what I'd like people especially people our age to understand when they say when they quote that part of scripture <laughs> is that i i'm sorry to inform you you are not the yoke you are the cow See, and that really that honestly really is perfect for even jamil and i because i remember when i and it's it's one of those weird things of like you share almost too much with the person that you're talking to at the time where you're like, ooh, that was a lot that to tell was. you. She, like, used to call, she used to call it word vomit. Like, ooh, I just told you a lot. But I remember at the time when I had met him, but I didn't know what we were, I was still going through a breakup. And I remember crying and like being in my room and actually praying to God to like give me somebody that like was God fearing. And then like Jamil was talking to me at that time and I'm like, so yeah, God, I need someone that's like God fearing. <laughs> If you don't mind. And then it was just like, again, everything just kind of fell in line the way that it really should have been. Because here we are, obviously, six years later. And I always say, God forbid, even if it doesn't work out, this is still a huge chunk of our adult lives that we have to have gone through Mm -hmm. with each other. That whatever comes of it afterward is going to make us completely different than what we were when we came into it so and that's really what the end goal is there you go so hannah and i used to have like she said we used to have some really deep conversations and Mm -hmm. the deep conversations were usually based around god yeah um i think hannah is a little bit prophetic um 
she'll have dreams. Um, and like she told me this, like, yeah, so she, she, and so she used to tell me like that she had dreams, but she would also be like skeptical because she didn't know if it was weird or not. Um, but me, the kind of person I am and just the love I have for God, I never thought that that was like weird. Right. Um, but like, so we, we connected on that front and then, uh, as, as time went on and you know, our relationship became stronger, um, when I used to pray. Um, I would always pray that God would continue to be the glue that holds us together because Lord knows that in any relationship, especially the longer, the more time you have in love just won't cut it, you know? Um, and Hannah and I have endured uh, a lot and I can genuinely say that God has been that glue to keep us together over these years. Right. Um, and the whole thing of going back to like being like equally yoked, you know, uh, we, we have each other's back in the sense of if, if I sense her faith might be wavering, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, you know, yeah. try to encourage her or vice versa. Right. Um, and it's, it's really been a blessing to, yeah. to have to have that in our relationship. See, it's even funny too, because even, I remember when I was younger and I would think about people saying like, we've been through so much. I thought that used to be like, he done cheated on me. I done cheated on him. We done fought each other a couple times. We've been through so much. And then like I got older and I was like, wow, so much means like, love love is not enough no more. Like right now you're really pissing me off and like we need, we gotta so we gotta walk away for a second right. or like we're really financially strapped and we're both yeah. really stressed out about it mm-hmm. and like that's like the so much that i think of now that like when we go and write our vows so yeah and we're like oh we've been through so much together no we're talking like family deaths and we're right. talking breakdowns in the middle of the street or crying in the car and like that's the so much that you know grown folk and Adulting. People, yeah, Adulting. people talk about life, life, yeah, yep. for sure, for sure. Because when you think about like the cheating and stuff, that's not really if you a cheater, you're not really like there's no God in that, there's not really much to really fall back on. Yeah. But like when you're not financially stable, that affects like that's a lot right there, yeah, 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 um, agreed. Um, when we come back, I definitely want to talk just a little bit. Maybe we can all share just a way that, um, you know, we've kind of um, uplifted one another within our respective relationships. Um, and then maybe um, we can also, you guys know I like to do a faithful moment here at Faith and Fashion 360, so my guests are all going to share their faithful moment with you. Not your child. Opening the door. There's another child here. There's another child. And she walks out. This is real life. Bright eyed. Of gold, that's my goal. I won't. 
That I be back, but I be coming through a hearse He told me I'm a god, but I'ma die just like men Before I go, please forgive me for my sins I repent, I got my eyes on the kingdom Why I focus on worldly things I can't bring them Why I be a slave to my flesh He set me apart from the world Why I live in sin like the rest I put on my crown, it's giving impress My goal is them go streets, not to impress Nobody, I'd rather be nobody I wanna meet the king and put on a new body New me, who this? Old friends, they switched They see not changing, they took offense And I hate to see them go But they ain't wanna see me grow I never sell my soul everyone it's onyx frederick and you are now tuned in to faith and fashion 360 only on funk nation radio this is your girl jay imani and you're listening to my brother javier on funk nation radio yes my phone sinister to preach fast to these haters minus will call me your minister illest kid to ever do a brother i bet you differ because when they see me they gonna forget you even existed singing Dismantling all the love about me Keep my circle small, can't let just anybody round me real hip-hop that I speak and got you feeling nostalgic But saying hip-hop is dead, but I know it's not a fact And if it is my brother or sister, I'm here to bring it back An original, I'm not too typical, don't call me whack But a step back, homie, I don't think that you want that Said I'm killing them, and they ain't well enough Illmatic in my veins, they ain't on my lover yet Starting this hill while I'm young, so I know I'll be a vet Y'all out here using all these texts when I'm just using the pen Keep the flow of what you really thought it was Hit you so hard and go back to your ectoplasmic reticulum Getting greater and better, that's my only curriculum Getting greater and better, that's my only curriculum Keep a high to the sky, yeah, we only going up Hit you so hard and go back to your ectoplasmic reticulum Getting greater and better, that's my only curriculum Getting greater and better, that's my only curriculum Yeah, yeah, yeah Welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360 And we are ending this show, today's show, with our faithful moments I will have uh, Hannah go first. Oh, me. Um, okay. Um, maybe I'll do... I always think of my probably my most favorite quote, um, that you're living in what you once prayed for. Um, I think of 
where we are right now in life. Um, when we moved to DC four years ago now, um, we actually lived down the street from where I teach right now, currently. So every day on my way to work, I see where we once used to live. And it was tough there, it was rough. It was not at all something I was expecting us to be living in with a, a baby. Um, so I always think of that because I prayed for the moments where we would have a savings account and be able to like go out and do stuff. And we are there now. We are there now. So that's probably my most favorite thing. Um, just keep praying because it will, God will literally make it happen. He will make that way. I love that. I love that. That was a beautiful, faithful moment. How about you? Um... So, I have a faithful moment every day. Um, what I do every day is I listen to Lauren Hill's MTV Unplugged, um, which is basically her just talking about how the Holy Spirit has like just changed her. Um, and it helps me to um, just make sure that I continue to keep my relationship with with God so that I can pass on whatever knowledge I need to to my family or so I can lead my family the way I need to. Um, and, uh, yeah, it just, it just really helps just cleanse my spirit just listening to that every day. Um, okay. Yeah. I love that. You listen. You're so aggy. <laughs> nah, because I remember, I remember when I first met you too. Oh man, it was a, it was a, it was a beautiful meeting, yeah. Oh man, it was, it was. That was at your show, right? It was at the oh, show. Oh my exactly. gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> but without getting into that, <laughs> without getting into that. Thanks, Kay. Um, you are very welcome. <laughs> um, of late, of late. My faithful moment has become one of the lines of a song called Firm Foundation mm -hmm. by Maverick City, Chandler Moore, and Cody Carnes. Mm -hmm. And that, that line puts me in a moment of gratitude, puts me in a moment of clarity, puts me in a moment of understanding that everything that's happening with me and my family right now it's not an absolute, but just a passing moment, mm -hmm. you know, and to keep the faith and to keep God center. And the line is, rains came, winds blew, but my house was built on you. Mm -hmm. And that's a fact, Jack. Rains mm -hmm. came, winds blew, but my house was built on you. And that is such a profound found line because again without God without Christ being the center of all the foundation of your life you're not gonna make it <laughs> everything will crumble cannot make it everything will crumble so <sighs> faith and fashion 360 it was a pleasure being on the show <laughs> yes Boys, thank you for nice. having us it was thank a pleasure being you. on the show with Jamil Hannah you guys have been phenomenal Obviously, this will not be the last time this happens. Mm -hmm. 
at uh, yeah. rise, stay blessed. Yeah. And then your song comes in. Right? Oh. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. Teach me how to pray, teach me how to worship right, Lord I'm your baby, you called me your baby, teach me how to pray, teach me how to worship right, Lord I'm your baby, you called me your baby.
this, 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 this little light of mine I'ma let it shine, I pay nobody no mind Cause when I was down and out, you came through And when I had nobody else, I had you So know that when I fall, you fall too Know that when I fly, you fly too And know that when we swag, we swag out Haters hitting, they cancel the pass out Look, this square peg that's trying to fit around hope Trying to turn gas rooms into home sweet home With my best against the wall, I had no one Father, you held me and called me your own This is the reason I know I belong Never feel me yet you're holding me strong This is the reason I know I belong Never feel me yet you're holding me strong, say this is my thank you to you This is my thank you to you See all of the things I've been through All of the things I've been through See this is my thank you to you This is my thank you to you See all of the things I've been through hey. This is my thank you My I've been through.